The Donut Bag is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Your data is your business. Protect it with ExpressVPN for three extra months free with a one-year package. Go to the link listed in my Twitter profile. All right. Another another victory Monday. So let's go back a week. Last week against the Ravens was so frustrating because they just got their butts kicked. It was it was so it was it was sad. It was Wasn't it to me? It was even worse than that. If like we got in and just played terribly and the Ravens had blown us out by 21 points, like I wouldn't even be that mad about it because you just lost. But when you lose by two points and it feels like a hundred, do you know what I mean? And and you know when to blame but yourself in a totally winnable game, that's even worse. Exactly. So they they should have won that game. Yeah. Should, yeah. The, the, the fact that they should have run won that game and gave it away, and then they just got their butts kicked in the, in the end of the game. That just yeah. was depressing. To me, this game against Carolina was also frustrating because they look so good. And my thing is, why can't we see this all year? Why didn't yeah. we wait till the end to see this kind of performance? Because we don't play Carolina every day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that's a valid point, but I will say this, and we talked, Allison and I talked about this last week, that, you know, people are really making light of Carolina, but Carolina is a team that's very much on an upswing right now with their new interim head coach. Do you know what I mean? They've changed how they're doing things. They call this offensive package. They use Arby's because they have the meats because they have all these big guys on the up front of their offensive line. And that's what they use to run the ball. And it's been super effective. So I went back and read some of the media from the Carolina players after the game and how frustrated they were that this thing they've been doing, you know, wasn't, wasn't working against the Steelers. I think they felt like they would have success. The Steelers hadn't seen it before. You know what I mean? They felt like they would be successful in, in, in using it against us, especially as poorly as we played stopping the run in the past three games. The narrative going into the game was, oh, the Carolina runs it so well, and the Steelers' yeah. run defense is so bad. Obviously, they're going to run all over the Steelers. Yeah. I thought they were going to do the same thing, I'll be honest with you, but their run defense has been so inconsistent. It's like one week it's great. Like, you know, against against uh, the Ravens, you know, they just ran all over us. Right. You know I mean? But Carolina, so we were, you know, we were sort of, sh- you know, shell-shocked and probably a lot of us expected the same thing from the Panthers and and the run defense showed up so it's like you know it's hard it feels so inconsistent because it's not like it's been like getting better every week do you know what I mean like it was good it was bad it was good it was bad do you know what I mean you heard like Highsmith talk today and said like you know, they knew what to expect with Carolina and they knew this was going to be an issue. So they came up with new packages and schemes to try to like stop their run defense or run game. And it worked. But like you knew Baltimore was going to do that. Like, so what's the difference between this week and last week? Baltimore's a way better running team than Carolina. So were you just like, man, there's no point in playing and we can't win or what? Well, the difference is, I don't know. I I don't know what the heck happened against um, Baltimore. That was just that was just pathetic performance but when you get your butt kicked you're gonna respond when you are embarrassed they were flat out embarrassed baltimore did everything but put up giant billboards to say hey we're gonna run right now yes yes and it's and they still couldn't stop it so 
so one or two things was going to happen. Either you have people that, that like there's nothing you could do because your people suck, or you say, okay, we got smacked in the mouth. We're going to come back, and that's what yeah. the Steelers did. They came back. Yeah. Also, yeah. I think um, Larry Ogunjobi has has a lot to do with this, and I think he's playing hurt, and maybe he just felt a little bit better yeah. this past game. That's a good point. That's super valid. I was glad to see Mitch bounce back this game. I was really concerned that. You know, those those kinds of losses with all the interceptions really get in your head, you know. And so I was worried about him going into the game this week, but I thought he looked really solid and 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 good. I mean, he seemed to shake off whatever was going on with him last week. At least didn't let it worm his way into his brain. And what you say about Larry O is I sort of feels the same for TJ Watt. You know what I mean? He's starting to feel better. He got his he yeah. Got um, and I think that that you know, overall as, you know, getting pressure on the quarterback, his, him being healthier, you know what I mean? Like he's not going to be healthy hundred percent for the rest of the season, but you know, week by week, he's getting better. And I think that that's, that's showing, showing up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, that was the other thing. This offense looked amazing at times. My goodness. Mitch was hitting open receivers. The running game was, was looking good. And I think those two things are just connected to the offensive line. It's actually playing well. What 21 plays, 21 plays. I mean, that's like unheard of. It's like one of the longest drives ever. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Amazing. Amazing. Just, yeah, that was so impressive how, they could run, they could pass. And you know what? Like, you know, people are saying, well, Mitch Trubisky should have stayed in there all year. No, because this wasn't happening early yeah. in the year. We didn't the, see this. Now, what happened early in the year? Mitch couldn't throw and they couldn't run. Right. Why is that? Probably because the offensive line sucked. Well, now the offensive yeah. line is better and they could do those things. Right. Yeah. Not it's it's, it's very simple. Right. And I think the same could be said about Naj. You know, he he was he was injured. You know what I mean? He's yeah. playing injured. He's now playing so much better. And just to just to, I'm looking up the stats on that drive. So courtesy of Jim Wexel, it was the um, by play snaps. It was the second longest drive in the NFL since 2001. Wow. But in Steeler standards, the longest since 2007. The longest. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, knew it was um, something like that. Yeah. Unbelievable. Now, and not it, that you it, want to be going 21 plays every, every, I mean, that's, you know what I mean? You wouldn't, ne- your offense would never recover, but not that you want to do that every time, but just to feel like we could sustain a drive is, is unbelievably refreshing. And I think to your point, Joe, about people saying, you know, we should have left Trubisky in, you, you can only deal with the hand you're dealt at that time. Do you know what I mean? So as a coach, you can, you can only work with the information you have at the time. And, and this isn't what was happening. If this was what was happening back in September, he would have never been pulled out of right. the game. I mean, obviously he would have, he wouldn't still be playing and Kenny would still be back up. Do you know what I mean? It would have been a totally different situation. So whether he's able to sustain this, or if this is a flash of brilliance is who knows? I don't know if he'll even get a chance. I assume Pickett will go back in. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is what they wanted. This is what they yes. wanted all along. What we all this, wanted. You know, strong run game be- behind Najee, um, you know, occasional, just, you know, good passing. Then the defense doing just enough. This is what they wanted all along. Unfortunately, yeah. it took us till mid-December to get there. 
Yeah, yeah, this is the blueprint that they want to that they want to play the rest of the season on, and you know, definitely into next season. If Canada's gone, hey, you know what I mean? Like they just they can still use it. There's no reason why they can't still use the same blueprint because it's working or it worked yesterday versus Carolina. Yeah, build off of what's successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other the other strange thing is. It's not just Najee. It's Najee and Jalen Warren. And Warren is is more than 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 holding up his end of the bargain. We haven't yeah. had a good backup running back in God, how long has it been since we had a good run backup running back? It's been it's been a long time. It's been a long time. And they are a good like tandem duo to me. Do you know what I mean? It isn't like it used to be where somebody comes in to spell somebody and they're okay. You know what I mean? They're to me, they're really playing off of each other nicely and, and fitting into the offense nicely. I sort of and I think it's a big part of why Naj is getting better. Right. Yeah. I wonder was it like D'Angelo Williams, Le'Veon Bell, maybe? Maybe that was the and, Yes. And, 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 yeah, yeah, that was a really good duo. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think too. Yeah. I think maybe that was the I was thinking back further, but I think you're right. I forgot about Williams. Right. Yeah. yeah a lot of people have. <laughs> but, I know I love him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we have yeah, now it's probably going to be Kenny Pickett back starting yeah. against against the uh the Raiders. Um okay man, keep it going. <laughs> because Mitch actually Mitch actually played really well. Yeah. He did, and that's gotta feel like some pressure to Pickett. You know what I mean? That's gotta it's gotta definitely feel like some pressure. I mean, you know, he's done he's done well by prior standards, but you know, he wasn't sustaining these kinds of drives. I mean, we were just driving down the field at will. Now, I mean, I do think it's, we have to keep in the back of our minds that it was Carolina and they're not like a top five defense or something, but regardless, we were playing lots of other bad teams and not able to do anything. So. Yeah. And for that, they had 16 of nine, they converted 16, I think of 19, yeah. first downs, which was unbelievable. I, mean, I think, I think the NFL average is like 40%. So that was yeah. all above that. So right. Through the roof, through mm-hmm. the roof on that. Yeah, that's yeah. It was and amazing. And on stopping third downs because I think they held them to like four out of twelve or sixteen or something like that. I looked it up earlier today. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, the other thing is this was Deontay Johnson's best game. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah. he he caught everything. He literally ten ten catches, ten I targets. So much he would get in the end zone. I was oh gosh, yeah, he was so did. close a couple yeah. times. I really wanted to see him like get that. Get it out of the way, you know what I mean? So we yeah, can quit talking about it. Back. Yeah, it was cool yeah. to see Warren get in the end zone, though. That was, that was really it cool. was. Yeah, he deserved that. Yeah, that it's, was good. It's really funny that uh, Deontay Johnson got all those targets, and considering that we're led to believe that he and Mitch Trubisky hate each other and that they're, right. they're yeah, trying yeah. to the kill each other. The media was that he only wanted Mason, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. He thought like Mason. I mean, I think it wasn't that, a narrative. He said it himself. I, I know. He, I, he said it. But well, he said, he said, I'd like to see Mason out there. He didn't say, yeah. he didn't say you know, Mitch Trubisky can go to hell and I, and I never yeah. want to again. Yeah. Maybe he says that privately. But. Right. Who knows? But I think it, you know, it gave people the opportunity to like inflate that old story about whatever the beef was between the two of them and drag that back out and mm-hmm. make it seem related. Who knows? I don't know if it is or isn't, but I was glad to see him have a good game. Yeah, me too. And George Pickens, well, I guess it's progress. He had five targets. Whoa. That's, uh, yeah. that's all. That dude should be Which targeted. 
hard to understand when he catches balls like the contestant one he caught during this game. Why aren't you throwing to him more often? I mean, I guess you don't want to take like a risk throwing into like double coverage all the time. And he's getting covered pretty well by the defense. But still, I mean, there are some times he seems open. If they're single coverage, you throw to him. That that should be the rule. I don't he care what's going time. on. If they're single coverage, you throw to George Pickens, and he's going. He's probably going to come up with it. If yeah, it's, it's if like it's he's catchable. got a football magnet in his fingers or something. I mean, it gets anywhere near his hand, and he's able to bring it in. It's unbelievable. I didn't think that first contestant catch like he's George Pickens, but I still just the way like it just didn't look like he was going to like. I was like, there's no way he's going to catch. That. I know. And it was just amazing. <laughs> It's like he was playing keep away with someone watch it like three right. times. That was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You can't catch it. You can't get it. Come on. Come on. Come, try to get it. Try to, I'm right. It's right, right here. Right. Nope. Nope. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing is Marcus Allen. I don't want him on this team anymore. You, you, you that was one of the most boneheaded things I've ever seen any player do. It's really stupid. What the really heck stupid. was that? Yeah, it wasn't like Deontay. Like Deontay, it was a passionate kind of like uh, in the moment. He literally walked over to the other side of the field to the end of the other team's huddle. Like how how much you know? There, he showed no restraint whatsoever. Apparently, he tried that several times, and even the referee told, like, warned him, and he still did it. That's just weird. I, I just don't. I mean, you got to know better than that. That's an active decision, like you said. In the heat of the moment, people do stuff. You get fined. It's, you know, not good, but it's understandable. At least this wasn't even understandable. Like there's no, no way you can excuse it. I mean, the whole time you're walking over there, you got to be saying in your head, like, I know I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. Yeah. And it was during a commercial break too. So they had a little little bit of time. It wasn't like, it just, it was an immediate thing. It was. That's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, you made like a whole choice. Like you waited for a moment you went and did it like, and it just doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Now we're on to the Raiders on Christmas Eve at 8.15. The Raiders. The Raiders. Raiders. Why? On Christmas Eve. That's dangerously close to when Santa's coming. Yeah, there's going to be, might be some kids waking up sad on on Christmas morning. (laughs) Hungover parents. Angry. Right. Because you know kids get up early on Christmas morning. It's like, yeah. not, not, no, no, honey, no, please. Santa's not Let's... coming until 9 a.m. this year. <laughs> right. Stay in bed. Santa told me when he was getting the milk and cookies right. that he's coming late. So just let Santa's mommy and daddy Steelers sleep. Fan. Santa's a Steelers fan. He, he can't go till after the game's over. So you got to let us sleep a little later. You know, who else is, you know who else is a Steelers fan? Almost everybody in that Carolina stadium. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. Another yeah. takeover. Yeah, yep. Allison and I saw that in Atlanta. It was unbelievable. And then again in Carolina, I mean, just full of, of Steeler fans. I had a couple yeah. friends there. Yeah, I feel like as long as the Steelers don't pull something like the Patriots did the other day and, you know, try and make something out of nothing in the final second, yeah. Jones intercepts the ball, takes it in for a walk-off, a walk-off touchdown. I think, I feel like the Steelers will be able to uh, – yeah, I got to tell you, this is one of the, the the craziest, best weekends of football I've ever seen really? between that the, the Vikings game and then that that Patriots Raiders game, which yeah. was total insanity. 
Yeah. yeah. Steelers game and then Kansas City coming back to win in overtime. I mean, there's, yeah, been, there's a lot of good was, games. There was another overtime game. So, yeah, that's yeah, it was it, it's amazing. I thought Houston had that one in the bag, too, but. They're Houston. Houston. Viva Jaguars. Like, yeah, yeah. Just another example of how weird this season has been. Yeah, yeah, it's been a strange season that way. Definitely the teams that I had like predicted at the beginning of the year, other than like Kansas City and Buffalo, were still doing really well. Some of the other teams that I thought were going to be doing much better are really struggling. And like the Vikings, who were doing, were on a tear and doing so great, are sort of have fallen apart a little bit. Yeah. The, well, they're they're just lucky. The, I mean, the, the the Vikings are the definition of lucky. Yeah. You know, it's like when you win that, when you're that good at one score games. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's that's good, but there's also some luck there involved. So there, there is. Um, it's the same thing that happens to us, except they had them going in their favor instead of the other way around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We were in that same situation just as many times as they were. We just didn't come up with the win. And it's one of those things where it all evens out. They call it regression to the mean. Yeah. Last year, the Steelers, and, and I think the year before that, they were really good in one-score games, mostly because of Ben Roethlisberger. And you yeah. knew, it's like, okay, if you're really good at that, and then eventually it's going to come down, you're going to be really bad at that, and that's what we're seeing this year. Yeah. It's the ebb and flow of football. I think it's what some of the some of the younger fans especially have a hard time understanding. Do you know what I mean? It's not sustainable at that level forever do you know what i mean you have to you have to lose some to be able to rebuild it's not like baseball you know where you can just buy these teams and so there's there's some give and take to it and you have to have some downs to have some ups that's some people get more downs than they need yeah um but that's the thing this is a down year and the steelers have a game like that that basically yeah. says okay it's like almost yeah. perfect it's almost perfect. It's like, yeah. okay, maybe we're going to be all right. We don't have every every single piece we need, yeah. but we're close. Mm-hmm. So maybe if we have a really good off season, we'll be really good next year. Games like this past weekend make me feel like that really shows the team's leadership, like where the gaps are, like where the things are that we need to work on. Do you know what I mean? Those games where it feels like nothing goes right, like the quarterback, the whole O-line, the entire defense, like special teams, everybody's struggling. It feels like that's so hard to figure out like where your weaknesses are. But when you have a game like last weekend that goes so well, I feel like you're able to better pick out some of those little weak spots. Do you know what I mean? Like left tackle. I feel like... Yeah, so. but I also feel like Carolina showed that we need a corner. We need to shut down. Ooh, corner. big time. A lot of, a lot of yeah. showing that we need to shut down corner, but yeah, I just feel like that was just kind of screaming. If if there was any position, you know, like you said, they played so well, it's like, oh my god, right. we have all the pieces we need. But I sort of feel like if there was one position, it was but gonna- you, but you're right. That's where it shows that to me. Like that's where it shows those like little areas because other things are going well. So then you're able to see those areas that aren't quite as strong. And I hope that like those are the things that we go out and address this year in the off season. You get a stud offensive lineman, a stud yeah. defensive lineman, a stud cornerback. You're good. Mm-hmm. You're good. In much could... better shape. Yeah. 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 And they're going to have the picks to do, which is really nice. Thank you, Chicago. Yes. Thank yes. you, Chicago. Thank you. And we have Port Chase Claypool. 
I'm telling right. you what the 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 Bears should have. I'm surprised they haven't called nine one one and had the the, the Steelers GM arrested for theft because right. you you traded. Um, it's it's going to be like the, maybe possibly the thirty third pick in the draft, basically another yeah. first rounder for mm-hmm. Chase Claypool. <laughs> who's been hurt? Who's hurt? And he uh, has a yeah, big big loss every game since he's been traded. Yeah, so like, yeah. Not that they expected him to be an instant like contributor, like a bang, but you know, like a rookie right. thing. But uh, yeah, it's it's just it's yeah, they got fleeced for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think we all knew that it was a really good like you know worked out beneficially for us. But I think you know as the season's progressing, you're just feeling that impact more and more of just how good of a deal it was. I mean, it looks like a really genius trade mm-hmm. uh, from Omar Khan's perspective. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was that was genius. Yeah, now we have three basically, you know, three really good picks in the first two rounds. Like, yeah. there you go. It's really it. helpful. I mean, this and this is the stuff we needed. You know what I mean? This is why you have to not do so well for a little while. Do you know what I mean? It's not ideal, but where we were always landing, getting knocked out at the first round of the playoff. To me, you're just not able to get low enough to get that solid draft pick. Right. All right. All right. Well, Christmas is coming up. What what was there a present growing up that you got that was like your what was like your favorite thing getting on Christmas Day? Probably the Barbie Dream House. Was it was it like the big townhouse with the with the with, with the elevator? Yeah, I think so. I just remember a Barbie townhouse and Charlie McCarthy. I don't know if you remember Charlie McCarthy. He was a yep. Puppet that you kind of like, uh, okay. Ventriloquism. I tried that for like a little while, and uh, yeah, <laughs> tried to be a ventriloquist, right? Well, I mean, I was like seven, so I mean, how good of, you know, how good of a ventriloquist I was, I have no you idea. You know what? Everybody probably said, everybody knew you sucked at it, but everybody was like, very good, Allison. Oh, that, right. I, good I totally believe that's the, that's the we puppet. We didn't even see your lips moving, right. <laughs> yeah, we not at all. I have to say that one year we went out to um, San Diego. My parents are just like preface this by saying like my parents are super cheap. And like my mom is like hands down. I shouldn't say this because she'll listen to the podcast. My mom is cheap. That's all I can say about it. So when I was a kid, I wasn't like the kid who got like all the cool stuff that like all the other kids had. I never got any of those things. But we went out to San Diego one year to see the Steelers play out there. And we went to SeaWorld and they had this giant stuffed walrus in the gift shop. And I wanted it so badly. And that is definitely the kind of thing my parents would never, ever waste money on. Like not ever. And I don't know how they did it. I don't know how they got it home, but somehow they bought that thing. This is before you could have like shipped it off Amazon or something. So somehow they got that walrus and got it home. I was, I mean, might've been the most surprised they ever was you, on Christmas. Did you fly? Yeah. Yep. We flew. Yep. Flew from DC out there. I have no idea how they did. My mom was pregnant with my sister that year. I don't know if she stuffed it like up her dress and I just thought right. it was a baby or I have no idea. That's how probably they got it. it home. That's probably, it's but, like, wow. But somehow wow. they, Purchased it, got it from SeaWorld to our hotel, and then got it on the airplane at home without me knowing. I was so surprised. Maybe it was Santa Claus. Maybe I kept that kept that walrus till I went to college. My mom got rid of it the year I went to college. How big was it? Was it like really big? Oh yeah, it had to be like four and a half feet long. 
Like it was almost oh, wow. as tall as I, it was as tall as, it was as long as I was tall at that time. Cause I could lay like against it, like a body pillow. Cause I wasn't fully grown yet. Yeah. It was really long, probably close to five feet. Wow. It was huge. I would have been intimidated. There's no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> I had a bunch of uh, stuffed animals when I was a kid. And I would line them up on my bed and I would practice goal line stands. I would pretend I was Walter Payton <laughs> I would, leaping over the stuffed animals into the end zone. I love it. Walter Payton was, was my idol. I loved him yeah. so much to me. He's still the, like the, the great, maybe the Barry Sanders is better, but, but to me, Oh, I, I love Walter Payton so much. So what was your I'd, best Christmas gift, Joe? You got to tell us. I think, I think it would be a bike, yeah. either a bike or um, Atari 2600. Oh, I played yeah, that. That was a big deal. I, I play, I played that religiously. Yeah. Oh my God. Which is funny. Cause you look at it now and those like the worst stupidest graphics ever, but at the time it was but like, not then. it was revolutionary. Fantastic. <laughs> oh yeah. Fantastic. We didn't know any better. Didn't know any better. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right guys. Hey, thanks so much. Thank I, you. I hope you have a great holidays. Happy holidays. Oh, happy everyone. holidays, everyone. Peace. Safe yeah. and safe and good and, and all that stuff. So, yeah, absolutely. all right, and then run it off. Yes. So, see.